0: live yeah, yeah. We gonna lie. Hey, hey. We 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 From the 50 yard now we lie. From the 50 yard now we
1: lie.
0: From the 50 Hello yard beautiful people.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: I am Jared the Football Genius Burgess.
1: And I'm Stephanie Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. The Advantage Coach.
0: And this is episode 74 of the Feel to the Real podcast. Yep. 74. 74. We're getting closer to 100.
1: Listen, we, we when we hit 50, you know how it goes. It starts right. to go real fast. <laughs> we all no, know. No, after 50. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, after 40 when it's age, but yeah um definitely after 50 it's 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 all downhill from here we good we gonna make
0: it it's crazy you remember like a couple of weeks ago when we we made the decision to take the uh you know a couple of weeks hiatus yeah the first thing i thought about was like man that's gonna push the 100th episode into march <laughs> right
1: true <laughs> but that's okay and yeah. we know god got a reason for everything so we're just gonna trust him in all of this to say that guy you know what you're doing Yes. Well, when we get to a hundred, it's gonna be something epic, apparently. So we—it's a reason. he, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We keep pressing Y'all forward. you forgive me. I'm <laughs> drinking my uh my tea, my allergy tea this morning.
0: Listen, I got me a nice freshly brewed K oh, cup yeah. of coffee. You
1: know, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do no coffee. but Yeah, I got my uh, allergy tea this morning. <laughs> I
0: need to give me some of that.
1: It looked like roots yeah. and grass, but it's okay. <laughs>
0: all right before uh before we get into who's really right um i want to talk a little bit about the segment that we're going to do um and you guys will see this sometime next week um but i want to talk about like a little bit about our rationale for doing it okay um so this new segment mm-hmm. that um we created but honestly, this is Stephanie's brainchild. <laughs> it's called The Coach's Pep Talk. Mm-hmm. And when you had pushed it forward and you had, you know, uh, you know, talked about the idea, I just thought it was a brilliant idea. And I thought that I was, you know, man, this is something that we could have been doing like from the beginning, but it popped in when it did. And um, it's so timely, like, what was uh what went behind the decision for us to, to create this coach's pep talk?
1: Um, I really well. First of all, a lot of prayer. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been diligently being in God's face about strategy for us to um, reach uh, the the people that we ultimately what we started this from. So y'all, if for you all who might not know from the beginning, so feel to the real project was the initial for us Mm -hmm. we would meet trying we were meeting trying to figure out who we were going to go and talk to what we were going to do because ultimately the project is to get in the face of the student athlete to help them to um know they're more than the sport and help them to give them the tools and the and the strategies they need in order to be able to be prepared whenever the sport is over for them and So in doing that, um, our friend Melissa gave us the idea of the podcast, and so we started the podcast. And it just dawned on me, God was like, what was the point of the podcast? Duh.
0: Yeah, (laughs) to promote
1: the project. To to, to highlight the purpose and reason, that's why we have, we were very thoughtful every segment that we do on this show. Mm -hmm. Who's really right is just kind of our fun part. (laughs) <laughs> so to speak, um but the onto the real the feel good final thought all of mm-hmm. that is stuff that is very much so um thought out in order to no, highlight no, no. and bring um mm-hmm. bring um awareness to more than the sport idea, you know what right. I mean um and so um in doing that we um we've been doing this for a almost two years and just kind of going along and then mm-hmm. it hit me like but we're not talking to the athletes that's who we really want to get right. to yeah. this audience that we want is i mean we don't want anybody we love that everybody's listening but right. we want to make an impact with athletes with student a collegiate student athletes that was our point right and so that's where the brainchild of this came from. Like, well then let's just do a segment where we just talking straight to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, it's immediately when, when when you told me about it, I was like, oh, I love this idea. Like, yeah. cause it's some, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, dang, like we should've yeah, been doing this the whole time. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But, but I'm, okay. I, I appreciate when it came, when it came, it, I appreciate that it came when it came uh when it did.
1: Excuse yeah. me.
0: I'm sorry, I need a lot of feedback from myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um because of you know what's going on right now, and some of these coach some of these players need a pep talk. <laughs>
1: I mean yeah. some of the coaches
0: do too, but yeah. we to focus no, on
1: really. No, that's not our focus. Mm-mm. Yes, absolutely. Like the real talk, like when I and so in thinking of it, you know, I was like, Well, you know, what would they, what would they, what would be most response? Where would they be most responsive? And it's, it's when their coaches are giving them when either the coach or the coach brings somebody in and those pep talks are those times when they get pumped and they like, yes, let's. And so I feel like that was where the whole pep talk thing came from. Mm -hmm. Like just, I, we want to be able to give them, um, tool inspiration and information that's going to really propel them forward you know in whatever they decide and however they decide to do it whatever and and we'll talk about it you'll see like when we when we started the segment you'll see we've got you know kind of our first our first kickoff on this was inspired by one of the college athletes yes so you know like just his stance and where he is and i've and i we feel him so heavily right. like understanding that this is a hard time for them like how do you yeah. navigate this right. in the middle of a pandemic and potentially not having what would have been your meal ticket you know what i mean like right. how do you navigate this and i yeah. and so we got we we have a a, ser- a empathy for yes. them in this and so i feel like that's kind of where you know uh, we've been work. we have been working on some other stuff because that was the whole thing. Like, everybody mm-hmm. was in this place, and like, what could we do? How can we help? And so, this was what God gave me as our strategy yeah. for how we reach more of them through our podcast. And hopefully, then that grows into more of us being, well, maybe not face to face. But um, <laughs> not
0: yet, at least
1: <laughs> having not yet, but having more access to them within the programs that they uh, participate in. Yeah. Mm hmm. Sorry, that was it. probably longer than you expected. No,
0: I listen. I, I the, the It deserved a thorough explanation. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and I was so excited about it that I was like, let's talk about this before we do. Who's really right. <laughs> I see. This wasn't on that. What? This wasn't on that. Well, so uh uh spoiler alert guys i get to i get to see the video before you do
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so one of the things that and I, I didn't get to explain it fully to you because you know i was driving and
1: yeah, yeah. i wasn't
0: texting while i was driving but i know yeah. in my stops yeah. yeah i was like responding um and it, it's very difficult to do that um you know what i'm saying and, and remain focused but i wanted the one thing i wanted to let you know that shown that it's shown through on the video is that that empathy, that love, and that care is there because the the coach's pep talk could could be perceived as being preachy. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? And and there was nothing preachy about this. Like, you, you, it, it kind of, the pep talk kind of reminded me like of that relationship that you had with your players at Doug, or that you still have because you still yeah, yeah. pour into the lives of a yeah. lot of them. Um, it reminded me of that um and just the kind of the care that you you took in speaking to that the athlete i won't i won't totally spoil it but um yeah i and i was just excited about it so i felt like you know like we, we <laughs> should share with you guys so be looking out for that yeah um that will drop on our instagram every wednesday
1: mm-hmm. right
0: that's what we decided yes yeah. yes so every mm-hmm. wednesday um be looking out for that yeah um and I, and for the student athletes out there um like there'll be something in it for you to connect to so we're just really excited about about getting it out
1: yeah it no you. this is i'm i'm you know it's been almost a year that i've been here in charlotte and i haven't mm-hmm. really um even though that was my hope and then covid hit um mm-hmm to have more uh, to get here and get involved with the student athletes Mm -hmm. here in Charlotte, you know, whether that have been at Johnson C. Smith or Mm -hmm. high schools or wherever, you know, God would send me, but um, that hasn't happened. And so I missed that. You know what I mean? I miss that being able to, you know, be in their lives and interact with them. And um, so I've been, you know this is this is my way of being able to to connect with the student athlete again and uh well our way because i'm not the only coach so yeah it'll be our way to connect with the student athlete. so, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: all right all right <laughs> so this who's really right uh <laughs> when you proposed it <laughs> it looks drastically different now <laughs> our our answers may to, okay. to what was proposed okay. but let me just give it to y'all let me not keep you on suspense okay. our who's really right is who will win the western conference or what team should have been in the bubble
1: mm-hmm so we kind of decided on the who should who will win the western who will win the west yeah yes because listen so i think it's a couple of weeks ago when i just sent you the yeah that was a couple of weeks ago when i did the um set up the whole like content for that week and you were like i've gotten so good i know
0: right yeah <laughs> what side you're What's gonna be right. On? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a no-brainer for me. Like I was yeah. like, oh, this can definitely be Ah, who's really right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. So right. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, who's going to win the Western Conference after looking at the first few games mm-hmm. of this bubble format playoffs?
1: I'm not looking at it from the standpoint because there are only a couple of games in. I'm mm-hmm. not looking at that yet. Um, although I think Houston is two and Yes. Um, but I'm not looking at it from that perspective. I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from the momentum of the bubble play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, clearly, I feel like had they made it, um, Phoenix might have given somebody a run for their money. They, they went eight and zero in the bubble. Eight and zero in the bubble, and. What I know about sports is sometimes it's just right timing, it's just everything aligning. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I say that every time I think about the Giants winning the Super Bowl really, that first time maybe not the second time, that first time, um, yeah, hot at the right time, they were hot at the right time, and I just feel like because of that, even though they they lost to them last night, I still feel mm-hmm. like the trailblazers have a shot I do I feel like they do yeah, now yeah. here's here's the here's the caveat to that everybody isn't healthy mm-hmm. and there for that matter <laughs> um somebody's missing
0: I should better leave I can't the it who it
1: is okay so
0: he well he's the know, one that's injured.
1: Yeah. I think for the else. most
0: part their their entire team is there though.
1: Okay. Somebody I don't remember. They were saying it last night. I can't remember. But either way, mm-hmm. um, so I it's kind of the Trailblazers are my Cinderella kind of pick. But if I'm mm-hmm. gonna pick somebody just straight off of I'm gonna have to go with the clippers.
0: I'm going to take great delight. In this, who's really right when we look back on it. Um, because <laughs> the clock has struck midnight, and Cinderella, <laughs> it's time for you to go home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so this is based off of last home. night.
0: No, this isn't based off of last night. This is this oh, is based okay. off of um just kind of what I've seen about how lower-seated teams tend to swing up against bigger seeded teams and we see this kind of in the nfl and because there's a win or go home format in the nfl Mm -hmm. when cinderella swings and swings up that's all she wrote but in basketball the better team prevails and one i think Dame is going to have an issue going forward because of dislocating that finger. I don't know anybody on here who's dislocated or broken a finger before. It bothers you.
1: Mm-hmm. Like yeah, his shot looked off last night. I can say that. Yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't Dame the way we used to see in Dame.
0: Right, and and I think I think with that though, he just was really having an off night. Which is, I mean, that's going to happen when you have the production right. that he has what? and he's been having for.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: For Crazy. you know all of those games, <laughs> but I think what we saw in Game One of that series is that the Lakers had the luxury of taking some time off. Oh, that's what this was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and Portland had been fighting for their playoff lives,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and in Game One we saw the continuation They were still of in that. that mode. They were still in that mode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think last night mm-hmm. we saw that. There's nothing that can be done with Anthony Davis. No. (laughs) He needs to just get in that rhythm. He got to be –
1: He no, I I agree. If they're going to win, he's got to be –
0: He got to be, yeah, phenomenal.
1: He got to be – he has to have a Shaq mentality almost. Yes, yes. He got to have a Shaq mentality. Like, if they're going to win, he got to come with it like a Shaquille O'Neal. Like, Mm. you just got to be nasty and just – dominate in the post and like nobody can yeah Yeah. real talk like yeah
0: and my issue with the clippers is that i think the clippers are a bigger threat i mean the mavericks are a bigger threat to the clippers than the trailblazers are to the lakers okay and i'll tell you why even though the clippers have this great defense Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: since the playoffs started and it's only been two games we just haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. They're going against statistically one of the best offenses ever. And you remember when we were texting the I'm other day I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. Oh. I mean, well, and and we understand that the change in the rules is kind of one of the reasons why offense has kind of exploded. But yeah. statistically, one of the best offenses ever. And there's nothing they can really do with Porzingis. Like Z Box, all right, but Porzingis, and, and I know people call him the unicorn, and that's an <laughs> accurate like <laughs> description of him. He is truly a unicorn. Now yeah. we've seen bigs who can shoot and who can dribble and but like his athleticism for his size. Is unparalleled. Okay. And, and I just don't, I really don't think like, and we seen it last night, like in game one of the Trailblazers game, it was clearly the Trailblazers. Game two, um, it was clearly the Lakers. Mm-hmm. With games one and two for the Clippers and the Mavericks, it's been the Mavericks. And we saw that the Clippers kind of got bailed out a bit. when he got kicked out of the game kicked out of the game yes (laughs) now if the referees are going to decide to do that the rest of the series then you know (laughs) you know it might be a different story but
1: yeah yeah i I mean and as much as i hate to say it because you know i'm like i mean i'm not a not a fan but i think it's too much put on it but I, i can't i cannot um uh discount Kawhi leonard oh yeah and you put paul george with him i don't i i don't don't know so my (laughs) issue
0: with that though is is that paul george is a great player and i'm not trying to take anything away from him but
1: (laughs) (laughs) here comes the takeaway paul
0: In very key moments of the playoffs through his playoff life. He's come up small, much like he did the other night. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was that Wednesday night? Yeah. Uh Okay. And so He also was playing, not playing with the Raptors either. I mean, with the Clippers either.
0: That's true. But like last night, they lost and he played horrible. Mm
1: -hmm. Not
0: horrible. He didn't play well.
1: <laughs> he wasn't in playoff form. No.
0: Speaking. That's
1: it. Let's just say that.
0: But and that's what we've seen from him. Now, it's a difference when we see that from him, and he has he doesn't have the cast of all-stars that he has around him now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference in that. And Wednesday night when we saw him, but we also see that um the outcome is the same. Yeah. Because like as much as Kawhi Leonard got built up to having done it himself last year, um, there were some players on that team who had to come up big oh, yeah. in order for the Raptors to win the championship. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. It, it upsets me because I feel like, you know, the same thing that gets done with Jordan is getting done with Kawhi Leonard right now. And I'm only, I'm only comparing them in this regard we pretend like they didn't have teammates. Like really? Yeah, I, I think the narrative around Michael Jordan is that he it was him against the world and we we discount hmm. we discount Pippen. We discount Rodman or their we discount their roles in that ch- in that championship run.
1: The true basketball fan will not discount those guys. So the bandwagon is good that you say that. The bandwagon will, because that's not true.
0: It's good that you say that because, like, while there is true basketball core fans, there are also a lot of, um, what do we call those fans? Um, not fair weather. It's it's a word that I'm say, looking ba- for.
1: I'm saying they bandwagon. Like <laughs> you need to get on. It's the thing to do. Like a lot right. of people just, for instance, people just like the Cowboys because somebody else liked the Cowboys. Right. or The Cowboys are the the team. Right. The like, America's team. You are not telling me that you know anything about really know about football and and chose the Cowboys as a team that <laughs> you right. would be like, but yo no. Yeah, I'm. I'm more. I'm more for the Patriots fools than I am for the ones who. No, you just. Yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, well. but either way, so yeah, <laughs> I, I I I can't count Kawhi out. Um, I yeah. I can't, and he does have really good pieces around him. Mm. He does. He has really good pieces, but I'm gonna just say this: if I'm going back to my point, and then I know we got to move on. Yeah. If Dane, and I'm still telling people, yeah, I know his finger's dislocated, but CJ McCullough player would have broke back. Mm Mm-hmm. So if the two of them can just muster up (laughs) beast mode like they can do, Mm -hmm. all the other pieces around They'll be okay. I, I don't, I yeah. The they have you to do that, do that the, for three more got, games. Yeah.
0: And, I, I and just the only don't person it.
1: that they can't, can't do nothing with is AD. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, well.
1: No, don't you say it. What? What? Go
0: ahead. Well, I, I mean, they can't do anything with Bron either. And we haven't seen Bron go zero dark 30 yet.
1: No, we haven't. And
0: I, and I think that if he feels like he needs to, Bron had 10 points last night. And they won right. by
1: 30. Well, that's because everybody else was.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And and uh, your, your boy, uh, what's his name? Uh, KCP. Um, he went to Georgia. UGA. I
1: don't know who that is. Contavious T- Caldwell Pope. Oh, you said KCP. I'm like, who? I started okay. laughing
0: because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like what? Uh, Charles
0: Barkley tried to say his name the other day, and he called him CP3. Uh, and I'm like Charles, just get off TV.
1: Get off. Bye. Country. Country self. <laughs> Go on, bye. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. But yeah, okay. No, they um, we'll see. So y'all tell us who you think's really right. Are really the right. Lakers or the I mean, my pick is the Clippers. Yeah. My sleeper is the Trailblazers. Yeah. That's who I really feel like can pull it off. But
0: yeah. Y'all let us know who's really right. Who's really right? Yeah. Okay. i'm trying to figure out how to do the poll on twitter I, i'm i'm still learning okay look don't ask <laughs> me Because if you have been on twitter uh and under our page all you see me do is retweet everything about howard <laughs> university
1: <laughs> no listen i said this the other day i don't even look like because you know i have access to our instagram right uh, i don't even look at them no more yeah i was like oh, this, these are just jared's personal pages i don't I don't look at these anymore. No message for me. There's no, follow. I don't even care who's following. I just, these are Jared's personal pages. I don't even care. It's like, whatever. Okay.
0: It's funny. Like my, uh, and and we talked about this like offline uh, some time ago. So my friends from middle school and and two in particular, shout out to um, Andrea and Andrella uh, my friends from elementary, middle, high school, and college. Wow. Um they created a group for our whole middle school like uh that's connection. Amazing. Middle from, school, that's correct. Yes, from sixth grade. That's great. And when they add because initially we just had the field to the real page. So when they added me on the field to the real page, they added the fields to the real page in this little chat. I <laughs> just go in that chat and i be like, Lord, what did they talk about?
1: <laughs> Listen, I used to make the mistake of trying to check to make sure we're not missing anything. Right. Right. So I'm going, cause y'all just whole story, side story. We almost didn't know we had been nominated for a Rice Award. Yeah. Cause, cause we somebody don't check it. our, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: so I started checking to make sure we weren't missing things. And so, um, I went in one day and I was like, what is all this? And I Lord have mercy,
0: yeah. the
1: things that I saw.
0: All types and of And the
1: conversations, man. I was like, okay, Jared, I'm not going, I'm going to let you, every time I see the first person in something class, I'll be like, nope, not checking that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nope.
1: You got and then it. They,
0: it's one of those things where they like talking it daily, like a group chat. Yeah. And so like, yeah. a lot of the times that's the only thing <laughs> in the inbox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I literally don't even look anymore. I I see I see when things no I get notifications that we get things to feel to the real podcast and feel uh-huh. to the real. I don't check either one. I'm yeah. like no. Nope. just those are Jerry's <laughs> personal pages. So, but yeah, if you figure it out on Twitter, yes, please
0: do. Yeah, sir. I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a Google it and see how you know how I can. Make what to do?
1: Work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, so we. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but basically one of the things that we've been talking about over the last few weeks is um, just about how we can make college football work. Would it work? Could we create a bubble? And just, you know, stuff like that. Just, just trying to figure out um, how college football could be pulled off successfully without there being, um, you know, uh, a large number of people being exposed to COVID or a large number of these student athletes being exposed to COVID. Um, And what we've seen is a lot of college players saying, look, we want to play. Yeah. Um, Not really, seemingly not really taking um, taking uh, a position of understanding that this could affect their health?
1: You know, I'm gonna say this. I feel like a lot of these athletes, again, this goes back to what we started the podcast off with. They have literally banked everything Mm -hmm. on this opportunity. A lot of them go to college Not for the education, they go for the experience and the exposure. Mm -hmm. And when that potential opportunity is threatened, they are more desperate, let's say. You know what I mean? And so it's almost a blind disregard for health. I mean, playing football in itself, knowing about CTE, knowing all of the threats that could come to you, bodily harm, mm-hmm. that you could, you already have to have a mentality that I'm going to do whatever because right. this is just it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you got to have that mentality already. So for them, and they already as a generation, these young people already are not looking taking COVID as seriously as they should because the narrative that was given to them from the beginning was one that it was an old people's Mm. problem. And so um, I think that they still kind of hold that in their minds that this is not, even if we get it, we're going to be okay. Right. I'll just ride it out and then I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Which you sent me an article yesterday that broke my heart. It hit close um, to home, too. Not, yeah.
0: It really hit close to home. Yeah, um, For so. those of you out here who are <laughs> like, what are they talking about?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah the sorry, The starting y'all. quarterback for
0: <laughs> Georgia State. The starting quarterback for Georgia State um, contracted COVID and now has um, an issue going on with his heart that will cause him to sit out the season this year um, until they figure out, you know, entirely what's going on.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we're rushing to play. We don't understand how this thing is truly affecting people afterwards. Not not even just contracting it yeah. and the possibility of succumbing to it, but how is it going to affect me afterwards? Right. And right. it's funny that you start talking about CTE because that was my thought. My thought was as football players, um, even with the thought, you know, there's a level of in youth, there's a level of immortality yeah. um, in our mindset anyway.
1: yeah.
0: Um, and then we think about football and it's like, we hear this thing about CTE and we're like, uh, I'll be fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not an immediacy to it, but there's an immediacy to COVID like that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm surprised that some of these young folks aren't taking it, and particularly the student athletes aren't taking it as serious <clears throat> as they need to. Now, I understand wanting to play. Why are you surprised? Well, I'm surprised because of how immediate it is. Like, it's not like COVID is a thing that you have to worry about 10, 20, 30 years down the line. <clears throat> it's something that can affect you tomorrow. Right. So, you can kind of look at CTE and say, "Oh, okay, I get it." Like mm-hmm. they don't understand; they can't connect the two.
1: right? Because it's so far down. It's the so far line the down the effects line. Effects of it, yeah. Right. But the problem is, they're not looking at COVID as something that can harm them. Right. It's almost to them like a cold or the flu. Yeah. You get well, what I'm saying? Yes. So and we don't know enough about it to be able to say this is just like another cold or the flu. This, it, we don't, and you right. see already just what's happening with the young man at Georgia State. That yeah. clearly it is something beyond, I mean, it has to be, it's a pandemic. We're mm-hmm. it, The cold and the flu, we, we don't have a pandemic when we get the flu season. Right. So I just, yeah, it's just, this is tough. It's just tough, it's sad. I understand where they're coming from, but I just really feel like um the if if I don't wanna talk too much because this is gonna get into what we're doing, but um yeah, I just feel like they need to pump the brakes. I'ma just say that. Yeah. <clears throat> pump the brakes. That's all. Well, the one plus oh, is too much. The thing that they've, uh, that at least the NCAA came out and said, if you, if you're a team, if you are a part of a team that's, being, that's not playing, your eligibility is frozen.
0: Okay. But if your team plays and you decide not to play because you're worried about your health, then...
1: I don't know if I, don't, I didn't read it all the way. I would hope that if you've made that decision based on health, which they've given them the right to do, mm-hmm. then I feel like at that point, then you because the whole reason the, the teams have chosen not to play is for health reasons too. So as an individual, if you've chosen to make that the case, then I feel like it's only fair that your eligibility, I believe even from the initial, when they put it out that they could choose not to play, they could opt out that they, uh, their eligibility would not be affected. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, just like James Franklin said, like, I feel like the NCAA has failed these players. Not, you know, you can think to it like, okay, we can't expect these players to protect themselves because they want to play and I understand. That's all they're they
1: thinking about. It. That's all yeah. they're thinking about, like you said. Mm-hmm
0: but the NCAA has provided no guidance, no answers.
1: At least tell them what you think is going to happen.
0: Right. They didn't even have a plan.
1: Mm -mm. Like, let them give them something something to to put their hat on. Like, okay, fine. If I don't play this season, I mean, the eligibility thing is great, but you know, somebody who's a Fifth year, fourth year player, no even third year player who get who's like, I I was already projected to be blah, blah, blah in the draft, is not trying to come back to play football next year. Cause every year that they play collegiate football is a year, one, it takes away from a year of professional football, but it also is a risk of their health or the injury. Right. So, you know, they typically don't want to do it if they don't have to, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. Um,
0: I, I I pray that, you know, because what it looks like is that a lot of the higher ups, the people who stand to make a lot of money from, you know, the players playing are only focused on that part. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly pray that they count the cost. Like I, I and I said this maybe last week. I said it to you. I don't know if I said it on air. Like it's really going to take something tragic happening to one of mm-hmm. these players for us to really sit back and think, like, "Yo, was this worth it?"
1: I don't want that to be what has to happen. No.
0: And I and you know <clears throat> I don't want that to have to happen. Like I, I
1: don't want, I don't that, want that. that. That yeah, we like, we're be, so reactive. Let's be proactive. Yep, we're let's so be reactive. Proactive. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, I'm with you on that one, 100. Yeah, no, let's not let's not let it be that. And 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 yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this conversation could go on because I right. just thought of something else. But I, nonetheless, um, yeah, I, we like like Jared said, we just really hope that these people who have the uh, the power and the authority to make the decisions would think about the kids and their their long-term, not just immediate gratification, because mm-hmm. that's what's wrong with the kids. They're thinking immediate gratification. And as the adults or the the elder of the kids, the senior, the people who are supposed to be looking out for them, we have to be the ones to look beyond their immediate into their future. So, All right. yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Now, let's talk about this before we get to the mental health moment. Okay. The NBA wins again. And the crazy part is we've been seeing a lot more of this <laughs> over the last few weeks where <clears throat> it's really like America, your devil is showing.
1: <laughs> no, literally, the covers are <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. The covers are off. Like.
0: Um, I do not remember the name of the reporter, but I do know that he um, was a reporter for uh, the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out, um, he tweeted out <sighs> something very disturbing about Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, excuse me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the NBA Reacted swiftly by removing him from the
1: bubble. Cut the head right off, like bye.
0: And and they ain't wait.
1: Nope. They didn't want no investigation. Look to
0: see. No- <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? <the, laughs> you know what that just made me think of. What? That, that stand up the such an entertainer did. He was like, we ain't need no running coordinator to get <laughs> <up> running organized.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: If I'm with you and you start running, I'm gonna start running. Stop running too. That's, it. That's right. That's right. No, but they <clears throat> they react swiftly and I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's like I don't know why the NBA is just so leaps and bounds above every other league when it comes to this.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um I do.
0: The 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 commissioner the
1: leadership. Yeah, That's leadership. right. Yeah. He got and a real, yeah, he's, he's a just, genuine, just, and a real guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not just mm-hmm. the commissioner, but the leadership across the board in the
1: NBA. Yep, leadership. Leaps that's and right.
0: bounds above, mm-hmm. above any other league.
1: Yeah,
0: because I, I think about how Jerry Jones has just been so vocal over the last couple of weeks, and
1: yeah, nothing to was say. Time like, to say
0: Black Lives Matter. Like he was, you were quiet. Yes, a man who loves so the microphone, true. much like. Um, your president?
1: <laughs> you, oh, something just happened inside of me when you said your president. Wait a
0: minute. <laughs> my president oh. is still forty-four. I'm still, start, <laughs> I'm still back there.
1: <laughs> my president is black. My lamb <laughs> <That whole blue.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, that um, yeah, that speaks volumes to me about the the person. Um, because even even though it's, it is NBA leadership, it starts at the top, and he is the top. And so Adam Silver has set a precedent with who he is, his personal beliefs, and it trickles down. And you see it. Joe Biden said it last night about our um, <clears throat> the person that, that, that lives at the White House now. He said it last night. Um, he said that in his speech last night. That it's leadership. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kamala Harris said it, too. I know Barack Obama oh, said it. I was about
0: to say it. Obama said
1: it. <laughs> I'm going to say something. <laughs> I know he said it. I know he was I'm like, Ooh, I so. get to say what I want to say now, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I feel like um, their swift action, everything they've done so far with this bubble as far as social justice and giving these players that platform to be able to speak, um, has been phenomenal, phenomenal, literally like, and I wouldn't have expected anything else from, from him and them than to, uh, quickly make that move. I mean, first of all, I don't know who's going to talk to you anyway, if you stayed. Right,
0: (laughs) right. You can be isolated in that bubble.
1: Isolated <laughs> in the bubble, like you'll be in a bubble in the bubble because
0: right. nobody. Like you. <laughs> My man got the bubble inside of the bubble.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, man. I don't. Yeah, that was that was cra- but So kudos again to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All
0: right, it's so, a mental health moment, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a, I'm I'm going to give her her props, but. Uh, I'm going to do this quickly. Um, Victoria Garrett. Uh, and I'm going to speak a little bit about her story, but she has a TED Talk where she talks about mental health. And mm-hmm. um, it was awesome. I, cool. I, I think she she hit the mark with this. And it's funny, okay. with our last mental health moment, we talked about uh, the, uh, I can't think of the name of the website now, but.
1: Oh, Yeah. Lord, horrible, yes,
0: yeah, but that, if you okay. go back to if you rewind back to our last podcast, you'll have it, <laughs> but i I got, oh,
1: Lord.
0: <laughs> I got Victoria's name from that website, and i I just wanted to look and see you know what she had what was her story um,
1: yeah
0: and um she is a former athletes for hope athletes for hope, yes. I could have went and looked at that too, but I wanted to make sure I stayed on this. No,
1: you're talking. You good
0: on this page? You got it. But she is a former volleyball player at USC, and she talks about how um, becoming a college athlete led her into having body image issues, and so she started off. She she when she got to college, she was very lean. She was a tall, mm-hmm. lean girl. Got to college, and she had to start lifting weights. And she oh. said, when she first started, she didn't think anything of it. Of it, like she started to get muscular, which you know, um, and then mm. stuff started happening. She would, she was like, you know, ha- questioning herself. She was like, you know, squatting 220 pounds isn't girly, right? Mm. You know. And she said one of the things that really hit her, and it caused her like. Um, to kind of start having those issues is that she went shopping one day and the sizes that she wore before she got to college, she didn't know that she couldn't wear them anymore. So she would get to a place and she would try to zip up a dress and she couldn't. And she talked about being in a mall and crying, trying on clothes because they didn't fit anymore. Mm -hmm. And she didn't feel girly and she didn't feel... Mm -hmm. um, And it made me think, like, that's a whole, we can understand it from the other standpoint. But body image issues across the board, like, you know, need to be considered.
1: Absolutely. It's not just because you're overweight. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And so I didn't, I didn't even, I couldn't even, before reading that, I didn't even have a thought of that, like that. She could be, you know, gaining weight, you know, with muscle and she could have body images affect a body image affecting her in that regard. And I'm like, wow. So, um, with all of that being said, like her TED talk is really good. Um, like I'll, I'll definitely tweet out the link of it. I don't know if you can, uh, IG links to YouTube.
1: I don't think so. I've not oh, yeah. seen that. I don't think so. But you might be able to like put a snippet of the TED talk on IG though. Okay. And then they can go watch the whole thing. The whole if you thing, can okay. find it somewhere. I, yeah. yeah,
0: I'll I'll try to do that. I'll try to link it that way. But yeah. But I'll definitely post the, the YouTube of it um on on Twitter. Um but yes, definitely check out her story. Um it, yeah. it's very interesting.
1: Like, that, That's that was interesting. a really
0: good that was a really good TED Talk.
1: That's such a real thing. Like literally, I mean, I know I'm a thick girl, but that has been one of my like reasons. People are always like, "Why don't you lift? Why don't you put weight? You know, doing weight in your mm mm." Because I'm always concerned. I have a propensity for muscular, mm-hmm. for a muscular build. I have very muscular right. legs, very muscular arms, mm-hmm. I, and I'm always like, I don't want to look. Yeah. Un, I guess like she would say, I don't I don't wanna take my girliness
0: yeah.
1: away by being I don't wanna look like I'm a weightlifter. I don't wanna right. look like a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I'm always cautious of I don't mm-hmm. do weights for that reason. Mm-hmm. I don't because I'm not trying mm-mm. No. Nope. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. So I feel her. Yeah. I'll just have fat before I have listen mm, to you. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> Oh, All right. Okay.
0: On to the real.
1: This is All so right. cool to me. Sad. Jason this, this is sad. It's yeah. a bittersweet story.
0: It really is. Um, Jason <laughs> Wright, former NFL running back, um, played for the Falcons. Yes. <laughs> the Falcons, the Browns, and the Cardinals becomes the first black president of the football team in Washington. Um,
1: that just which is... Stupid.
0: Which is kind of a a a one eighty moment or three sixty I don't i, I don't know one eighty uh, probably three sixty yeah, take was, you
1: right back where you were so
0: well, okay, so I think I'm, what I mean to say this thing comes full circle
1: yeah three sixty
0: yeah so the the team in Washington was the very last team or the very last franchise to um <clears throat> integrate
1: mhm.
0: Um, so for them to have, uh, the first black president, um, is a full circle moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. so shout out to him. I remember when, yeah. when you first sent me this story, I had this whole negative slant to it and I sat with that yeah. and it only took me about two, what, two or three minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I thought about it and yeah. I was like, you know, we are asking people to change Mm-hmm. And when they do change, we question the change or the motive behind the change.
1: Right. And the reality right.
0: is, it's still change. Like, this, yeah. regardless of anybody's rationale behind doing it, this is still change. And so, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I can I can appreciate it. And, you know, I'm yeah. a fan of the team really in care Washington. I what
1: your motives are.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Of course you, you are. Know what I'm
0: saying, like, yeah. This is this is. That's crazy. The first black president.
1: That's the sad part. This is the first time in NFL. Listen, how how long the NFL been around? Forever. It's <laughs> the first first time <laughs> that somebody's been 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 put in that position as an right. African American, and yeah. that is just crazy to me. It really. That is. part is really sad and crazy. Really um, Jamel is. Hill posted uh, tweeted that out like this is yeah. a, this is embarrassing very that's what yeah. she was like this is embarrassing that we got to be celebrating this and it's 2020 <laughs> really we didn't had the first so,
0: black president of the country before we didn't had a black president of
1: in an in NFL mm.
0: yeah
1: that's crazy so yeah but no I'm excited for him and let me just say this really quickly to your point, motive is not the motive is not the issue. I mean, I have an issue with motive, mm-hmm. but motive is not what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on a qualified Black man getting the opportunity, Get opportunity to go yeah, do absolutely. what he does. And so him yeah. doing what he does sets the precedent and, and um, blazes a trail, potentially, if he's well, for other teams to then make those decisions as well. Right. And then him being in that position allows him to help others. Who look like him possibly get other positions that are of significance within the organization as well. So right. I'm gonna take the win. As long as you go do an excellent job, I'm good. Yeah. Right. That's it. Don't yeah. give it to me because I'm just because my skin got some melanin in it. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: All right. Feel good. Final thought. Now this is hilarious. <laughs> I saw this and I thought it was a joke.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a joke, sir. <laughs>
0: now you know i am here for all of the jimmy butler of course you are praise yeah,
1: crazy okay mm-hmm. no
0: i ain't say crazy i, say praise. I said praise
1: crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: but jimmy butler is selling coffee in the bubble because they don't have any coffee there
1: yeah
0: and He is selling it for twenty dollars a cup.
1: He said he was gonna up up it though.
0: He and and I saw the interview with Rachel Nichols, and I'm like, "What is Jimmy Butler talking about?" Like, (laughs) it just seemed on brand with Jimmy Butler. But to find out that this is true,
1: no, this is real. Like he has a sign outside of his door that Uh says, "I've got lattes, mochas, and just coffee," Mm -hmm. and this is how much they cost. Like literally.
0: (laughs) Literally. I love Jimmy Butler. (laughs) I
1: said, these dudes, is crazy. Like, really. They said last night uh, McCullough, CJ McCullough, had 85 bottles of wine sent down with him. And he keeps his room at 50 degrees while he's not in there so that they stay at the right temperature. And when he gets back, he only let goes up to 60. So you sleeping in a in a in a freezer. Right. So you in order to keep your wine
0: warm. (laughs) Lord. Yeah. Yeah, You got some creativity going on in the bubble. Oh my
1: goodness. That like these are the things you thought about when you decided to go in the bubble. Let me make Mm -hmm. sure I get all the coffee in the world. And let me make sure I get a bunch of wine. Jeff Van Gundy was like eighty-five bottles. He said, it "Sound like we need to be giving him a hotline number." Right,
0: <laughs> hilarious. Oh, You're no. like listen, we're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> we're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> oh goodness. Let
0: me get all my bottles.
1: All my bottles. Let me get oh, them all. Dog. Okay. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, but yeah, that Playout that Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler thing, yeah, that Very listen, smart. you made me, you made us laugh. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Y'all making millions. Pay twenty dollars for this cup. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. That's why he was like, "Let me. I'm a, You're right. I'm gonna raise my price. I cannot. Thirty dollars for a cup of coffee, but that's how rare it is that they can't find any apparently. So yeah. he just, he just, that was economics. He just, oh, yeah. he did supply and demand. Uh huh. So love it. Okay. A business man. I love it.
0: All right, Pray show for picks. a the
1: businessman, for a businessman.
0: Right. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that to Jimmy. Okay. Anyway. <laughs>
1: so I do this to you every time. I got to switch up my show. Again? I got to switch up my show. Because I always right, watch got? stuff in between. In then, between
0: when we, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we did. Yeah. Uh, it, a lot has happened since our, our meeting. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like,
1: wait, no. So... Um, Wednesday night on Vice
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um was the premiere of Carrie Champion and Jamel Hills' new show Sticks to Sports. Yes. <clears throat> and let me just say mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Did, did they it. have my
0: goat as the first?
1: They did. Okay. Goat, I gotta watch it. Your goat was the first uh, first guest. Okay. Him and Corey. What is the child's? Oh, what is her name? She just beat like uh Huge incumbent in the oh city. yes, and um,
0: she was a protester in Ferguson, Corey yeah. Uh,
1: oh, what her is her name? name? Anyway, but they were her first two guests. They're their first two guests, and the show is just it's thirty minutes, but mm-hmm. I love it. It's called Stick to Sports, and they explain why Corey Bush, <laughs> Bush, yeah. Um, and they um, explained that it stick to sports because so so often as journalists, when they spoke out about things outside of sports, they were kind of told to get back in your box. Right. All you need to open your mouth about is sports because that's what you do. And so I think they, the, so the show, your Goat was instrumental in them actually getting the show off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've taken this stance that we're gonna talk about things that ain't got nothing to do with sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sports journalists, right? I and love it. So I love it. It was it was cute. They're they're really like best friends. Yeah. So it's just a real good chemistry with the two of them. It just was good. It was good. I I enjoyed it.
0: I didn't get to see the show, right? But I saw their interview on a Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they got into on the show. I don't, I can't, I, I didn't see it. So I don't know if they got into how the show came about and how their friendship like mm-hmm. blossomed.
1: Yeah. Cause she like, made her be her friend.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Carrie laughs> Jamel's was Sheffield like, no, nah, you're going like, you to be my friend. You're
1: going to be my friend. We two black women in this industry. You're going to be my friend. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. You, you got to, you got to see the interview because okay. it, it like they, they got deep into like Jamel's, yeah. I wouldn't call it a beef, but.
1: No, that's her, what they talked about. Her,
0: they talked about her issue with uh, with um Skip Bayless.
1: Oh, no, they didn't. Oh yeah, that nah, me. yeah. You okay, got, yeah, I'll go watch it.
0: You gotta watch the interview on the Breakfast Club because yeah. she got into Carrie had talked about it, but didn't yeah. say no names. And Jamel's was like, I mean, I'll say his name. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I ain't trying to throw nobody under the bus or nothing, but right. She got into her her issue with Skip Bayless, and I was like, wow. I'm like, yeah. it's like. They gave the Breakfast Club like some some premium. Uh, okay,
1: no, I'll watch content. it. Then. I'll go watch so, it. Yeah, I got. Now go I, I gotta it. watch the show. Yeah, no, you gotta. I was, watch I was waiting
0: for it to come on, but
1: no, it's um, hilarious. They really are it. clever. They're clever. They're funny. Um, like for instance, one thing when they talking to your goat, you know, Carrie Champion is a huge Lakers fan, mm-hmm. and so she, so I don't know why Jamel asked her if we were in this scenario where it was a burning burning building or a plane going down. Who would you uh-huh. save? And she said, well, if I could pick up anybody, I'm going to pick up LeBron, and then I'm going to help you get your stuff on so you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> got to win I,
1: us this ship. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love that they are truly friends. Yes.
0: I love yes. That she was in her friends. wedding.
1: Carrie was in Jamal's yes. wedding. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, no, but it's really it's really clever. It's really good. You know me. I'm loving it, seeing the black girls rock and right. unapologetically speaking about whatever they want to talk about. So mm-hmm. go for it. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my pick. All right.
0: Mine was Bad Boys for Life, and yes, it's sad that I'm just getting to see it. Backstory. So January of 2019, I got a message about a casting call in Atlanta for Bad Boys for Life. And the first time that I had scheduled to go to the casting call, I got sick. I think I had just come back from actually no, this is December of twenty eighteen. I had just come back from um California. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I had caught something on the plane or while I was I out remember there or that.
1: I remember you and were sick. Yep. Like
0: I was sick.
1: You were. And I, I overslept
0: the casting that. call, which mm. I don't mm. typically oversleep stuff. <laughs> like I'm an early Yeah, the
1: crack of dawn with the dawn yeah. <laughs> <roofing>. oh, <no. laughs>
0: But I had a second opportunity to do it. And I was going to take Jack with me. Um so that he could be a part of the casting call as well. And I think he had gotten into some trouble that day, and neither one of us went. And man, when I saw that, it was just like, man, I could have been in this movie.
1: <laughs> so y'all, not saying that I would have got the say point, Oh no, let me say this, y'all. This this man y'all looking at or hearing on this screen right now is not walking in everything that he's called to. Mm. He's I, not. I see that. Yeah. And he knows because I say it to him mm-hmm. all, the, all time, the time. Yeah. <laughs> that you need to push. Right. What what you call to do? Yeah. So I I need y'all to just help me help Jerry. Let's let's push this brother, my brother.
0: Yeah.
1: To greater for what he got in store for him yeah. because, like hearing that, makes me mad. Yeah. See, you tell know. me that when you, yeah, I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I already So, know. Yeah, okay, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: No, nah, that's okay. I, uh, you didn't tell me this movie was that good. You did not but tell me. You know, me. But so you know the Bad, love boys, the bad boys franchise, it's my yes.
1: favorite movies, so, yes. yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: no,
1: they come with it every time, that's all
0: yeah. I can say. I don't know who directed this one, was it Michael Bay? I don't think so. Yeah, but I I I
1: I don't I don't think he did, but I I don't know for sure.
0: I didn't I didn't think he did either, Um, Mm -hmm. because it certainly wasn't as much blow up.
1: Yeah, no, no, this was definitely more dim. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I I think they still I think they still did a great job with it.
1: Oh, Um, if you have not
0: seen it yet, it is on Stars, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and check it out. So it's, a, it's a great movie
1: funny is all get out yeah. they're just stupid i mean this, right. i think it's just them their chemistry just makes it amazing right yeah so okay
0: all right we have the end of another one it's the yeah. end of episode 74 yeah. um we say this every week but we want you to know that we truly appreciate those of you who tune in and listen um <clears throat> I have to apologize for the the YouTube viewers. And I see that you all as soon as I as soon as it got posted like went and um started looking at it. So I appreciate oh, that. Good. We appreciate that. Yeah um, <clears throat> Certainly like continue to 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 reach out to us. Like hit us up on Instagram at Field the Number Two, The Real Podcast. Um on Twitter, Field to the Real, the number two, the real P1. Um the fields to the real podcast, YouTube page. Um, if you want to email us and critique us, uh, field the number two the real podcast at gmail.com and just, we would, we truly will, would appreciate, you know what I'm saying? Any type of feedback, um, any type of exchange. Um, and yeah, we, we just, we, we love what we do. Um, we, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hurdles to to making this thing happen every week. <laughs> and if you can see uh Stephanie's face right now, you'll understand that, you know, <laughs> she's been like, listen, you got a lot going on. We need to chill out. And um I I know I've said this before, like I, I truly appreciate um like the sacrifices that you have to make for us to to be consistent with this thing because it's a sacrifice and i know you like nah i ain't you know what i'm saying it's, But
1: no because i love what we're doing so no
0: i love it too but it's still it's still a sacrifice and i know it you know what i'm saying like just to have to be <laughs> flexible as you are and there's no way that we could do this without stephanie being as flexible as she is because um you know we be having to move around times and having to like and you know that could be, you know, a bit annoying, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I certainly want you to know that I appreciate that. Like, and I don't want it to be a thing of, like, well, yeah, no, that's, you know, because you don't have to be.
1: you my brother, you know? man. Of course I know. I'm, uh, do what I gotta do. Don't make me uh. cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn. God. Nah, for yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. So, well, like I said, this is. For for I know for the two of us, this is this is almost like a release. Yeah, this is our opportunity to just you know we right. we get to do this. It's more fun than anything. I don't feel like it's work. I don't feel like it's a cumbersome thing. Like yeah. this is fun. So I mean, it is it an obligation? We've kind of put ourselves yes, but that's we could stop at any time if it was just that we did it out of obligation. It's because right. we love what we're doing. So right. I'm I'm good. Like. I'm yeah. I'm happy to continue. As yeah. long as you can hold on. Man, listen. Keep strong, sir. I'm good.
0: I could be coming in this thing dragging with one leg. Yeah, we gonna do this, John. Like <laughs> we gonna we, we, we gonna get it done. So yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um we love you guys. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Now put the cameras on me, 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 put the cameras on me.